genre. Cornetto Minute, a daily podcast where we crawl our way to the bitter end of the world's end, one minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Nick Jimenez. Today we're preparing to annihilate Minute 95, which begins with the network asking the Three Musketeers just what it is that they want to do, and ends with Andy telling Gary, let's boo-boo, as the network catacombs begin to explode and collapse. He said it. Yep. He said, let's boo-boo. He said, let's boo-boo. I have a question for you. Sure. Uh, I don't think I asked this back when we first talked about this at the very start of the podcast. In the screenplay, mm-hmm. do they does, do, do write and peg write in the script uh, that loaded by primal screenplays over the credits, the opening credits? Let me go see if it, it does say. I think it does, actually. Uh, let me go because it's so interesting how you know it's so it happens so infrequently that a needle drop becomes part of the text in the script itself, right? To where to the point where you know when when Bill Nye says what just what is it that you want to do and they like quote the song. Yes, in it in it it says uh, Gary zones out. We hear the following movie dialogue, Pastor. Just what is it that you want to do, Peter, Peter Fonda. Fonda? We want to be free. We want to be free to do what we want to do, and we want to get loaded, and we want to have a good time, and that's what we're going to do. We're going to have a good time. We're going to have a party. Primal Screams Loaded plays over a montage of domesticity. Yep. Got it. I was curious to see how it was. Yep. It's there. It's definitely there. Uh, and then and then we have it uh, again here um, with Gary saying it, uh, which is... He becomes Peter Fonda. Yeah, it's... It's interesting because I don't know – it's an interesting quote to use mm-hmm. uh, just for the, for, for the fact of like it vaguely says what is happening, but it's also under the guise of the protagonist misunderstanding the meaning of the moment. Yeah. Right? And so we want to be free. True. <laughs> To do what we want to do. To do what we want to do. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and we want to get loaded. We, we want to get loaded. And that's where it's like, well, uh, uh, all right, well, hold on. Yeah. You need to be not an alcoholic anymore. Like, like if, if the point of this is that it's an intervention, mm-hmm. then the fact that he's just like, I want to be free to get loaded whenever I want. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, then, yeah, this whole thing has been a wash. Or, or, or maybe get loaded is just whatever. We have to have a good have, time. Have that's fun. Gonna have, well, that's what we're going to do. Um, humans don't want to be, yeah, maybe humanity doesn't want to be the best that it can be. Maybe it just wants to be free to decide to be right. as much and, or as well, little as it, you and, know. And that's, and that's what's actually, I think that's what the, that's what the actual yeah. thing is. It's yeah. like, they want to be free to make their own decisions. Mm-hmm. Right. But I guess saying it. As the quote mm-hmm. of we want to be we, we want to be free to do what we want to do we want to get loaded and we want to have a good time mm-hmm. so that's what we're going to do. But then the thing is, the network is like, okay, fuck it, I'm I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah. um, which is which is you know how an intervention would end if 
that was the conclusion that the person that you were having an intervention with had, yeah. which is part of the problem. That's what happened to Gary in the first place was that Andy bailed on him, mm-hmm. right? Um, but the fact is that that's not what happens. So mm-hmm. like the network leaves, they don't get to get loaded and have a good time. The good times are over. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like they're in the dark ages again. Mm-hmm. Um, which is a very different thing than what he's telling the network they want to do. The network leaving literally like ruins wrecks the world. Yeah. The yeah. the network leave leaves not out of defeat, but almost out of punishment. Yeah. Of like, fuck you. Right. And in a way, that's kind of what Andy did to Gary, and this is what happened to Gary's world. Yeah. Um, when that happened. The Dark Ages. Right. He had the Dark Ages for Gary were from you know twenty seven until forty, mm-hmm. right? Um, uh, like that's that's his dark ages, and so I guess from a certain perspective, it's sort of like, well, it can't get any worse. <laughs> I've been here before. I've been here before. Um, which I think is it's kind of interesting and it's subtle. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they, they don't they don't they don't hit you over the head with that part of it. No, no. But it is there. I think. Um, but I just think it's an interesting quote to use, just in terms of sure. like the moment the representation of the moment yeah yeah and it's and it kind of goes into like yeah the gary and steven and 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 andy did not really take this into account right when they were you know drunk right and acting out of emotion right of like oh right they left right and now they're taking everything they brought to the table with them right and also which is a punishment yes yeah um so anyway uh, one of the things that I want to talk about, which is something that we haven't really brought up while doing this, is that, um, you know, I believe that the use of AA in terms of this movie is there, but it's in a overarching metaphorical way of like, like 12 bu- pubs, like 12 steps, but like that's as deep as it goes, I think. Um, I think that's about as deep as it goes, as if to say, mm-hmm. like, because, you know, he goes through the 12 pubs and on the other side of this, Gary's sober. Yeah. Yeah. Which is which is what is supposed to happen on the other side of being an AA and going mm-hmm. through all the 12 steps. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and and that's not to say that you like cease to be an alcoholic. You're always an alcoholic forever. But the point is that, like, hopefully it's not as difficult for you once you go through all the 12 steps, or at least that's the theory. Um, but. In terms of the individual steps, I don't know that they align with the pubs, and I want to break it down right now okay. to sort of go through that. Now that we're at the end of the final pub, okay, yeah, right? see how 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 much or how little interlocked or how to overlap. Yeah, oh, that's how, how, much, how much yeah. overlap? How much representation of the individual steps there were in, in, in okay. the pubs? Yeah, that's okay. interesting. Okay, so first step, the first post. Okay, this is. Uh, step one, we admitted we were powerless over alcohol, that our lives had become unmanageable. So that's uh, – so what happens in the first post is uh, we have Gary freaking out over Andy being teetotal. Right. Getting a water. Drinking fucking rain. Drinking fucking rain. It's and, like a lion eating some hummus. Yeah. He <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's saying like what would King Arthur do? Right. You he know? could have a French kid. He could have a French kid. Yeah. Uh, and the, uh, you know, big ugly bastards in war paint conversation. Right. Um, you know, I'm talking balls. 
that that whole thing, and then uh, the Winter's Tale conversation. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, Winter's let's, Tale. Let, yeah. Let's 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 boo boo. Exit pursued by a bear. Right. So um, that that all happens. That's that's what the first post is. Mm. So we admitted we were powerless over alcohol, that our lives had become unmanageable. So the only argument that I can see for this as a representation of the first post Mm -hmm. is that Gary isn't out loud admitting that he's powerless to alcohol. Mm -hmm. He is performing it through his actions, through his actions. Yeah. He's taking the first sip of beer. He is, he's drinking that first pint. He is accepting that. Well, here it is. This is, this is my life. And in fact, he's like the, that our lives have become unmanageable. The whole reason he's doing this is because he thinks his life has become unmanageable. It's become unmanageable yeah. that he he tried to kill himself. Mm-hmm. He's miserable. This is going to be the solution. Is doing this. the golden mile. Yeah, going right? on this going on this twelve part odyssey without the without the goal on the other end of this to be yeah sobriety to be sobriety. He, he thinks right. by doing this, it'll he'll be happy. Yeah, his it'll, life will be complete. Right, he will feel better. Right. Okay. So kind of works. Works well enough if you squint. Right, like it works well enough, almost in a flipping way, like like a like a like a like you're 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 flipping it, right? Of of like what you're actually trying to do in AA versus what's what Gary is doing in the movie. It's like an opposite, bizarro mm-hmm. version of it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so now we go to the second one. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second bu- pub is I don't remember. You don't remember? No. <laughs> Um, the second pub is the, good companion? Uh, the, the old familiar, the old familiar. Yes. The old familiar. Uh, so step two in alcohol Anon- anonymous is, uh, uh, I just, had it. I just, it just, it, this only, this only counts as one viewing. This whole podcast is like, it's like Lord of the Rings. Oh yeah. It only counts as one. Yeah. Like I've still only seen this movie like four times. <laughs> okay. So num- number step two. Came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Mm-hmm. So this is where it starts getting religious. Mm-hmm. So for those of you who don't know who haven't looked into alcohol, Al- Alcoholics Anonymous, mm-hmm. it is a religious thing. Yeah. Um, it, it, that's why it's usually in the basements of churches. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's very religious-based. There's a lot of talk about God and things. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's somewhat putting your faith in God versus yourself. Yeah, accepting a high quote higher power. Right, right. I believe is what the right. So there's a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Now the argument can be made in terms of like that aspect of alcohol, Alcoholics Anonymous, in terms of how it relates to the world's end. You could be talking about the network. <laughs> yeah, accepting that there is a higher power. Right. Um, so there's that. Uh, so how can we take? We ca- came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. What is that moment in The Old Familiar? Is there a moment in The Old Familiar or does the scene in The Old Familiar have anything to do with that? So what happens in The Old Familiar is they enter. It's exactly the same Mm -hmm. as the first post. uh, And they get their four four pints and And uh, water. water. Uh, Sam comes. That's, yeah. Right? Uh, He tries to follow her to the bathroom, gets slapped. Gets his out of order sign. Cabaret. And then they move away. Yeah. Cabaret. All of that conversation. You get conversations about – you get nostalgic conversations mm-hmm. about the past. You have Sam show yeah. up. Massive wide on Steven's erect penis. Yes. All of that stuff. So that's everything that's in the old familiar. Mm-hmm. 
how can we apply that to came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity? I don't think you can. I don't think so either. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing that I can think of is power greater than ourselves. The only new element in the scene is Sam. Mm-hmm. Um, is Sam – Sam is certainly a greater power than Gary King. Mm-hmm. Restore us to sanity. Is that like – could that be considered the slap? Is it not specific to Gary King in each pub? Is this actually talking oh. about Sam? Oh. As in like she's accepting that like, like oh, yeah, I was insane that I ever fucked this guy in a bathroom. You're like, oh, OK. Yeah, you are a piece of shit. OK, cool. Right. Is it something like that? I don't know. I think it's a little nebulous. I think this mm-hmm. one's a little nebulous. Again, I'm opening this up to everybody uh, listening if you have theories as we go along, mm-hmm. uh, you know, make sure that you you visit us on, on almost, Facebook or or, or uh, respond to us on Twitter or something. Yeah, it almost feels like if he if if Wright and Peg wanted this to be, if if they wanted to adhere to this prompt, it would have been a completely different movie. Yeah, like if they had been like, okay, each scene has to kind of mirror a, a, a step. Right. Then, like, every scene would have had to have something to have that. Right. Which is why I think it's meant to be more of like a larger, like, like a. Uh, uh, a macro allegory rather than 12, a micro. Twelve equals twelve. Right, yeah. and I think it's as simple as that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, we were we were asked by one of our listeners, had we given this thought? I have given this thought. Okay, I don't think it holds water, but I want to go through it just to make sure, just to show that I don't. It, I'm not seeing it. But so, so three. So the first one works okay. Mm-hmm. I don't think the second one works at all because if the power greater than ourselves. Is is you know in the terms of this, it's talking about God, religion, mm-hmm. belief, faith. Yeah, I don't see how that applies in there because if the if we're if we're you know using God as a metaphor for the network, mm-hmm. the network is nowhere to really be found in that scene. At least it's not even hinted at really in that scene no. that I remember. No, I don't think so. No, so I don't mm-hmm. I don't buy it. Um, uh, three is the one where Gary's barred. Yes. Three yeah. is the famous cock. Yes. And here, number three is made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. So now, if the allegory, if we take the, the, the metaphor of God as the network. Yeah. Okay. Let's pretend that's not the case. Okay. Let's 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 ignore that for this for the sake of here. Sure. And then let's talk about God as alcohol, as beer. That's the power greater than Gary. Okay. Okay. So going back to the second one, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Is there anything in there where alcohol could be that? Uh, nothing that is, I think, unique to the old familiar. Right. Just the fact that Gary is continuing on his quest. Sure. Because he's convinced that by doing this thing that's greater than himself, which I guess would be the Golden Mile. Yeah. But the Golden Mile is like a shadow. Right. Or, or like shield for alcoholism. Sure. Uh, if I do this, it will, it'll make me feel better. Yeah. But that fits the overall allegory, not so much the micro allegory, I don't think. Because I don't think there's anything in that scene particularly. Where he like reinforces his belief that this is what they should be doing. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, whereas in the third, the third bar, we understand, we make it, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. If God is alcohol Mm -hmm. and the, and the famous cock is saying, you're barred, you can't drink here. 
and he's and then he finds beer yeah. and succumbs to it right and set like turns his life over to it like no i'm going i have to finish this i have to drink a pub or i have to drink a pint in every pub or the whole thing's fucked he says yeah right then i can see an argument on a micro scale that that's what's happening in that yeah. particular pub but if we're talking about the network allegory again i don't really see it no it's not there okay number 4 cross hands now we're starting to get we're getting out of just pubs and now we're starting to enter into network yes area number 4 made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves this applies heavily here definitely this because is a big booth yeah. where it's revealed that Gary was lying about his mom right we're well, just you we're just your enablers yeah yeah that whole thing um and while they didn't make it, while Gary didn't make a moral inventory of himself, others did it for him. Yeah. And then I think he had to face the truth about the night, which is that it has nothing to do with his friends. Mm-hmm. It's all about him. And that's why he asked the blank teenager to join him on the Golden Mile because it all that matters is that he finishes it. He could give a shit about his friends. Yeah, if, if whether it's old friends or new friends, he'll be able to construct meaning out of that. Right. But the real thing is that he wants to do this. Yeah. For himself. So I think that one applies. Sure. I think it's there. Um, okay. So then number five, mm-hmm. uh, which is the good companions. Um, this is where O man gets mulched. No. Good okay. Companions is uh, the whiskey bar. Oh, well, were single they in, thing. Oh, got it. Were they yeah. just in there in and out? Where they march in, drink, beer, march good. Out. Yeah, right. Um, so, Good Companions, number five. Admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. Beer, good. Sure. Um, I I, well, and it also, it also, it's them accepting that they're going to finish the Golden Mile. Yeah. It's kind of the most simpatico they are for the whole trip. Right. So to a certain extent, I could see that argument. Mm-hmm. I think it's weak, but I could see it. Mm-hmm. I, think it's, I think it's roughly there. Okay. Not much to say about the good companions because it's quick. It's a great moment. Yeah. Okay. So the trusty servant. So in this scene, we meet uh, Brian. Yes. Right? Um, we meet uh, uh, Brian, Brian from space, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, we meet – his character's name is not yeah. Brian. The uh, Reverend Green. Right. No. Reverend Green's not here, is he? He's not in this one. Okay. Is it a trusty servant after Good Companions? Yes. I always get those two mixed up. <laughs> he says that. Uh, no, I think I think it is trusty servant because then I think I think the Reverend Green is the one. And after that, where Trevor? With Trevor, let me double check. Hold on. Now I got to go back and double check because I start mixing these up. Um, I know the Good Companion is after the Cross Hands, but I always get six and seven mixed up. Um. Oh yeah. Okay, so you're. I think you're. I think you might be. Are you right? Hold on. I think you might be right. Good companions, trusty servant. Oh, the trusty servant. Right. I was thinking of the trusty servant as being Brian, but it's those guys. Yes. It's, it's the Reverend Green and those guys. You're right. Okay. He's not the bartender in that one. Right. No, he's not the bartender. I don't think there is a real bartender. It's the guy that hold, gives them the phone, yeah. but yeah. he's like not a real character. Or should I say, publican. Right. He's he's the bartender in the two headed dog. Got it. Um so okay, so where, the trusty so we're in the trusty servant. I was right about the name, I was wrong about Brian Heap. Brian Heap. Um okay, so Mark Heap. Mark Heap. <laughs> yeah. Bri- Brian, Shit. the character Got it. played by Mark Heap. Um uh, Brian. uh Barkeep Bar Barkeep Mark Heap. 
Um, <laughs> okay, so so anyway, so the trusty servant, yeah. Reverend Green, and the the two weasels. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, so this the is twins. right the shifty twins. So this is six, right? Uh, yes. So, uh, Pub Six, we're entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. This is the pub where we where we oh, lose Oliver, wow, and where uh, where the, the Reverend, Reverend Green. Green turns into a blank. Yeah, weakness of character quote. Yeah, defects of character. Okay, that's the strongest yeah. one I think. Uh, what, what is it, Bill Nye? He says the redundant vessels, redundant vessels. Yeah, yeah. So that one's really strong. I actually think that one's mm. pretty strong. That's a strong argument. Okay. Number seven, which is the two-headed dog. Um, that is Mark Heap. The twins. That is the twins. That's the fight in the back mm-hmm. um, in the beer garden. And that's them trying to figure out what they're going to call these things. Give us a Siggy. Right. Number seven. Uh, let's see. Humbly asked him to remove our shortcomings. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not getting anything immediately. No, because we get the garden fight. We get smashy, smashy Eggman. Right. We get uh, Mark. Uh, we get Nick Frost. Incredible. So fuck it. Walking into the door. Right. But it's a recommittal of like they're all still. They're all still like could. They're all still with Gary at this point. Of right. like we should be. We should be going through the Golden Mile. Right. This is still our best plan. Right. I don't remember any moment of of any character being particularly hum- particularly humble. No. Um, they're all pretty loaded at that point, right? I don't remember. I don't remember anyone sort of like humbling themselves to the golden mile. Uh, we do have. I don't know if this you would call this humbling, but we do have Stephen begging Sam to give him a shot. Okay, okay, yeah. Oh, I've got a. I've got a twenty-four-year-old right? girlfriend. She's a fitness asking her to remove his shortcomings <laughs> or to accept him for her shortcomings or. Yeah, Something. I don't remember if he ever says he's like that he has any shortcomings. It's right. mostly just like a declaration of of, of intent. Sure, I've come a court and man. Um, we could call the shortcomings the literal removal of body parts from the twins. From the twins. Um, I, this one's a stretch, though. It's a stretch. I, I don't. I'm not seeing it. Let, it's a stretch. Or let, it, let us let us know either on on Twitter or on the Facebook group if uh, you have a theory about how this one works. Yeah. Um. All right. So number, number eight. Number eight. Which is the mermaid. Yes. Uh, which is... The dance hall, the discotheque. Yep. And the, uh, the, 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 the marmalade sandwich, uh, sirens. Basil. Right, basil. Okay, number eight. Made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. No. No, not seeing it. Yeah. This is, this is, this is where it starts losing me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not seeing it. I don't, I don't see... How this whole time Gary is just grinding on that robot, right? And and like I don't even know of a, I can't figure out a way to flip the meaning of this into like representing the Golden Mile yeah. or representing Basil mm-hmm. or um, I mean maybe maybe uh, make a list of the persons we had harmed. Yeah, none of them had came harmed to make Basil. They just of didn't them. really think think about him very much. Besides Stephen, yeah. I mean he's talking about. We have Andy losing his wedding ring. Sure. His wedding ring gets sucked off, but he didn't choose that. He just yeah. was passive to it happening. He came willing to make amends to them all. Maybe this is the moment that he starts to like regret stuff about his wife, possibly. I'm like, oh boy. Um also I guess, you know, if you kind of flip it to be like the network, it's like Basil talking about how they've harmed the town and the people in the town. Right. A little bit, but they're not trying to make amends. No. Nah. 
So yeah, yeah. You, you lot, you you know, they's calmed down when you lot left, right? So I think this one's a stretch too. Um, I'm not. I could have used more of is who the musketeers were in Newton Haven, right? Like, did they were they like, oh, there are those fucking musketeers again, or are they just like five kids that lived in the town, right? Yeah. So I don't know. I'm not really feeling this one either. Yes. Um, number nine. nine. Number nine. Number nine is the beehive. Yes. So the big fight scene, right? Um, we're introduced to Guy Shepard, right? Right. Well, not introduced, but introduced we, to the blank, blank version. Yeah, of blank him. Shepherd. Yeah. Um, blank Shepherd. Uh, okay, so the Beehive number nine um, made direct amends to such people wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. Well, okay, so we have we have we have this is like a continuation of the first of of, of number eight. Yeah, so it's like number eight is made a list of persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends with them all. Number nine made direct amends to such people wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. So in this one, we have the scene where Mr. Shepard kind of gives the network, the, the gives the musketeers the sales pitch mm-hmm. and and Sam mm-hmm. of like, this is why it's a good thing. This is why it's super chill, super happy, fun times. Be a cool guy. Join I'll say this about number eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, made a list of all the persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends with them. There is a version of this that I could see where you adapt it to being about how they brought back uh, what's his face? Uh, Sam's crush. Mm. Where it's like he was harmed, physically harmed, and they brought him back. <laughs> is, which is like oh, like a way of like and they have a list of people and yeah. you know, and they made amends with the marmalade sandwich by making them young again. True, true. Okay. I mean I again it's I think it's a stretch, but I can squint and see it. Yeah. So it, but but carrying from that logic mm-hmm. into the beehive, make direct amends to such people wherever possible, except when do when to do so would injure them or others. There's something about the moment where Andy realizes that Oliver's a blank and smashes his head open. Right. That feels related to this possibly possibly related to this um in terms of like flipping the meaning on its head like being like the opposite Mm -hmm. you know where it's like instead of making direct amends to people whenever possible except when do so would injure them or others he's like not accepting it and doing injury to and doing injury to him um but yeah definitely like there's a lot of injuries in this (laughs) <laughs> um, and they're definitely not accepting any amends from the network. No, I don't know. I mean, I, I, like, I see like a vagueness to it, but like, I, it's not like a direct correlation to me. Um, unless somebody else can make a more direct argument about this, but I'm not, I'm not seeing it. I see like a lot of indirect stuff, but nothing that directly ties to it to me. Hmm. Yeah, neither do I. Okay. All right. So. Uh Oh, although <coughs> if you one part of the beehive that we're not taking into consideration is the smokehouse, which is not an official pub. It's post, but it's yeah. post and it's pre the ninth pub. Yeah. So that's the one where we all find out that Gary has physically hurt each of the musketeers through his shenanigans and escapades. Yeah. Is that is that right? Did we miss one? Hold on, let me go, let me look at this. Because the math isn't 
Because that happens after Sam bails. Dog, right? Two hundred dog. Uh, disabled toilets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two hundred dog. Okay, the mermaid number eight. Number nine is the beehive, right? Number nine is the beehive, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's 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 nine before ten, which means that we would lump in the, the smokehouse yeah. into number nine. And so if number nine is made to recommends to such people whenever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others, compare that to the scene where they're talking about their injuries mm-hmm. that he caused. Right. And then is making amends except for when it would do so would injure themselves or others. And then he does the thing with the head where he head smashes his head. Yeah, yeah. So there's references, illusions. There's illusions yeah, to it. Yeah, Gary, Gary makes no – Effort to make amends for those injuries. It right. doesn't even it doesn't even register as like oh yeah. But it but it is a little more specific than some of the other steps. Sure, I yeah. would say. Okay, so number ten, the king's head. Mm-hmm. Continued to take personal inventory when we were wrong and promptly admitting it. So in fact, this is the opposite because he's admitting that he was right. Yes, he, he gets his he gets one step further than he ever did before. Yeah, he realizes that he can finish it. And he decides to. And he decides to go for it. Mm-hmm. So – and promptly go <laughs> for it. Yeah. Um, but so like a little – to a little uh, – to a certain extent, taking personal inventory, right? He's like, wow, we, we've made it. What, nine, hey. nine pubs aren't bad, you and know? Then, and then the deciding, yes, it is. Yeah. No, I'm going to – I can, gonna I do, can do it. I can yeah. finish this. Um, or 10 pubs ain't bad. I can finish this. So to a certain extent, okay. Mm-hmm. I can see it. Um, number 11, hole in the wall. Sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understand him, praying only to knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. Mm. So is this just – is if, if, if God is the golden mile, is this just Gary being like – Running towards I'm just – he's just letting it happen. Like yeah. he's like – he's completely – let the golden mile take over him. He's not even Gary King anymore. Yeah. He's just a vessel, a vessel for the golden mile. Yeah. Yeah. So I can see it. Mm -hmm. I can see it. As long as we're not, as long as we're not calling this, the network, right. I can see it. It seems to have more, hold more water in relation to that. Right. Right. Um, Let's see. Uh, oh, the other thing about number nine, about the, about the, about the, the smokehouse, hmm. is that we lose Oliver here. Where Bodily the, harm. The, 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 well, no, where the bully is trying to make direct amends. Oh, yeah. And he doesn't. Instead, he, he, fuck, he like breaks his head. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's something. Definitely. Two. Um, okay. All right. So I think, I think in terms of, if we're if we're going to make this allegory on a micro scale, I think it has to be the Golden Mile as representative of like a higher power, mm-hmm. not the network, because I don't think it plays right with the network unless somebody can make a very specific argument. Otherwise, I'm not seeing it. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, and then finally, the world's end. Yes. Having had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to alcoholics and to practice these principles in all our affairs. I think. Once you reach the twelfth step, that's when you can become a sponsor. Yeah, there's a there's a really terrific uh, Gus Van Sant movie from a couple years ago called "Don't Worry, He Won't Get Far on Foot." 
Yeah. Uh, that kind of deals more with this about a character played by Joaquin Phoenix going through the 12 steps mm-hmm. and his frustrations and, uh, and like the walls that he hits. And Jonah Hill plays his sponsor. Uh-huh. And it's kind of like, yeah, like, hey, I did this and I got through it. So now I'm going to help you and guide mm-hmm. you through it. Right. And be there with you when you fall and fall short. Right, right, right. And to a certain extent, that's kind of what Andy comes to realize, right? Like, He's trying yeah. to be his sponsor yeah, in like, this moment. Oh, you need someone to think that you need to I got through it. Yeah. I was sober until tonight, but I was <laughs> I was sober. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and instead of reaching out to you and being like, "Hey, how are you doing, pal?" I cut you off because I thought that I had to. Right. I thought that was part of my survival was getting you out of my life. Right. He already had his spiritual awakening mm. by going through these steps. Yeah. And now he's reaching out to Gary mm. to you know, try to bring him into it. It's interesting if do we ever get confirmation that Andy achieved sobriety through AA? No, I don't think we ever learned that. That's interesting, necessarily. Yeah. But but I mean, I think I think the micro uh, yeah. uh, comparison still stands. Definitely. So so I think there's there's an argument to be made that they're there, but I think some of them are weaker than others. Yeah, I think if if Wright looked at AA at all or Peg through the making of this movie, it seems of like. Taking, finding of like, okay, yeah, as opposed to like using it as like a... As a guidepost. A gu- yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, you know, I can see the argument that it's there. I don't think it's strong. It's no, uh, each each character in Inception is, is a part of, 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 of a movie crew. Right. Yeah. That one's almost impossible to ignore once you see it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's, I think there's something there. But I think it's a stronger metaphor on a, ma- a macro scale than on a micro scale, mm. personally. Yeah. Um, anyway, much so, to think about. Much to think about. Uh, I think. I think it was worth. I think it was worth talking about. Um, but I. I think the most interesting part of this particular minute is after the network bails and Gary is really excited and jumping around. We did it. We did it. We, we did won. it. We won. And then everything starts blowing up and and is is like Steven and Andy are the first to be like, "Oh, whoa, bad stuff's oh, happening." Oh, no. What did we do? Like yeah. we thought we won, but did we really? Yeah. And I think that's kind of interesting too. And I think it's it's a nice metaphor for the fact of like it has a price. It well, not just that it has a price, but that like getting sober isn't a it, it it doesn't nirvana you right. aren't free of conflict and free of turmoil it's hard it's going to be work it's work yeah. it's a daily process of right. getting up and deciding to do the work right and and continuing to hold fast to the changes that you've made for in your life and dealing with the repercussions that you caused yes um as a result of your alcoholism of mm-hmm. the things that you did while you were drunk continuing to go forward not backward right right um so i think there's i think that's i think that's interesting oh also in terms of like the 12 step mm-hmm. um so we have uh we have uh uh if andy represents the person who has finished the steps right because mm-hmm. he was technically sober prior to this <laughs> night yeah. um and is is trying to assist uh, 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 assist Gary through this process, um, and the same thing with the network and Earth. Yeah, right. Um, the network is almost being treated as like a sponsor to Earth, you mm-hmm. know, in a way. Um, 
you also have on the other side of step 12, right, is Gary getting out of, of that and being sober in the finale, in The Rising Sun, yeah. where he is sponsoring the blanks. Yeah. He's, he, he, he's being like, hey, I've done this, this being, being a human. Yeah. And I'm going to shepherd you and guide you and help you become more human. Yeah. So there's something there. He's different than the other humans that we're about to see who have nothing but contempt and hate for the blanks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, I mean, I think there's something there's, – there's interesting stuff to mine from discussing the AA mm-hmm. steps on a micro level. Um, I don't think it's – I don't think any of them – or I guess there's only like a couple of them or a few of them that are like strong metaphors. Yeah. Like, huh. oh, okay. I guess that <laughs> does make sense, there, that one right there. Um, but not – I don't think – a lot of them don't, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, especially the second one is, is the one I'm probably struggling with the most as far as um, – uh, uh, you know, holding up as an as a as a micro allegory, uh, but uh, I do like it as a as a macro. I don't think I think the fact that there are twelve pubs is not an accident. Sure, um, but I I think it was meant to be more of a macro allegory, and then if it worked on a micro level, great. But if not, it, it wasn't going to affect the script that or the story that Peg and Wright were working towards. Yeah, that's what I kind of think too. Yeah. Like, oh no, this actually isn't the best draft because it doesn't fit with the twelve steps. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right. Well, that's it. What a what a what a, what, a, what a deep dive of a week this was here at the Cornetto Minute. Yeah. Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening. Absolutely. And uh, next week, you know, the world ends. Next week, it all ends. So we'll uh, we'll we'll get to talk about uh, Armageddon a little. Um, Armageddon out of here. Yeah. And uh, and we've got two more weeks after this. So we've got next week. Uh, them trying to get out of town. The return and, of Sam. Yep, the return of Sam and the and the and the uh, Dark Ages beginning, and then we get the whole epilogue. The whole epilogue in our final week. So um, lots of good stuff to look forward to in the next two weeks. Uh, and if you want to uh, find out what Nick and I are planning on doing after the end of the Cornetto Minute, go to duelinggenre.com/support and listen to our latest episode of Not Writing, where we announced it. Um, but uh, otherwise, we will not announce it until uh, our final episode mm-hmm. of Cornetto Minute, um, which will be in uh, two weeks from today. So do that, duelinggenre.com slash support. Uh, you can support us for as little as $3 a month. Well, as little as a dollar a month, though you wouldn't hear that not writing episode because that's at the $3 level. But $1, $3, $5, those are, the, those are the main levels that we have on our Patreon. Uh, we really appreciate everyone who does that. We try to put out lots of content uh, to uh, make it worth your while. So that's duelinggenre.com slash support. We appreciate everyone who does that. And Monday, we'll be back with Minute 96. But for now, let's boo-boo.